Thank you so much for joining us on episode two of uh, Until We Lose Interest. Uh, today we had the opportunity to interview Chef uh, Lawrence Weeks and Chef Jeff Harmon about their pop-up dinner service, Locals Only. Um, it's a really, really good episode. Uh, Kyle and I also talk about uh, Artisano, which he had dined at Sunday, and I talk about Brooklyn and the Butcher over in New Albany. We also get to tell the tale of the uh, nomad restaurant worker Lamont Bobo today, too. So a lot of good things to look forward to. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And please give us a follow on iTunes or check us out on SoundCloud um, for further episodes. Thank you. Put me in your suitcase. Let me help you pray. Because you're never coming back. Oh, yeah, I played Yum. Well, because of that, because we went and saw that play, uh, Peter Pan and the Starcatcher. How was that? Fantastic, by the way. Is it? Really, really good. Was it like an adult Peter Pan or what? No. I mean, it was like the pre. That would kind of defeat the purpose of Peter Pan. Oh, yeah, I know, but like. (laughs) (laughs) How they made a movie about that? Robin Williams. True. What are they? They just came out with that new fucking piece of shit movie, too. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, you got horrible reviews. I'm in no rest to see. But it was good. It was, um, again, about him becoming Peter Pan, I guess. Yeah, my boy Rufio in it. It didn't. Rufio. No, he wasn't there yet. He didn't quite have the Lost Boys at that time. But it was good. So you guys tried to make it to Dark Rose and it just didn't work out? Yeah, it was a two hour wait. I was craving oysters, too. So Arizona was dope? Or? It was good. It was really good. Um, it's out there off Westport Village or in Westport Village. Um, but it's like tapas and wine. Is it expensive? Uh, no, not too bad. I mean, we got... The big, the most expensive thing was probably 16 bucks, but it was small plate. I mean, it wasn't... Yeah. I got like a New York strip that was like $15, and it was maybe five ounces. Right. Um, but it was good. But in a situation like that, you're meant to get... Yeah. I mean, we got a, we got the, the cheese plate, um, and it was $19 for, like, the chef selection, which came with different marmalades and jams and nuts and things like that. And then I picked a couple of meats because Layla doesn't eat meat, so I didn't want to get a whole plate. Right. Um, it was good, though. Had some good drinks. Uh, the restaurant was really neat. They had, like, community tables, and then they had some private ones. And they had a covered area as you walk in where they have a huge, like, uh, fire pit or whatever you call it. Where you kind of like what we had exchange. Yeah. It was cool. Out there burning trash. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. I took that off Levi's recommendation, though. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, I heard it was really good. Did you have any cocktails or anything? Uh, Yeah. I mean, the one I really wanted had, like, a, um, it was a fat wash bourbon, but they were out of it. 
No, oh, that's which I was cool. disappointed. Yeah, I would have grabbed attention to that immediately. Yeah, too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was disappointed, but couldn't blame them. It was Sunday; they was probably all out of it. Um, the, the other cocktails were good. I can't. They were a couple of tequila cocktails. Yeah, I did uh, Brooklyn and the Butcher on on Sunday, which. I mean, it's my, our boss owns it, so uh, it was fantastic. Though um, they really, really did take care of us. We did two bottles of wine, had four starters, um, had the butcher's board. They had these uh, meatballs. They were like on steak fries with some gravy. And I'm not usually a fan of blue cheese, but they had some uh, Caprio uh, Caprio Farm uh, aged like goat cheese blue cheese. That shit is so good. It was Man. out of this fucking world. Yeah. Um, we had some whipped ricotta that they had made in house. It was amazing. Um, I'm kind of jealous they. Took Korean barbecue over there. Yeah, with the kimchi. Oh man. Yeah, it was a, it was a fantastic experience. We did uh, four starters and then four entrees, two bottles of wine. These weren't cheap bottles of wine. We had a uh, Cowboys and Aliens, which was like a Syrah blend that was fantastic. Um, that our waiter had recommended, and then I had a Force of Nature Tempanillo, um, which was also really good. I think that was like fifty bucks. I got we got our check, and for four of us, the four entrees, it was fifty dollars. Wow. So nice. Good they, to know people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beauty of the restaurant business. Mm-hmm. Um, how was I mean the ambiance is I've obviously I saw it right before they opened, but now that it's open, how was Um well they just uh they they they're waiting on some booze, so they kind of have some makeshift booze, and they also, honestly set a little low. But the the restaurant is, itself is gorgeous. Um, we went down to the Speakeasy just to check it out. Uh, at the table, they give you a key. They say after dinner, if you're interested, you can go down to the Speakeasy with this key, and they mix um, drinks table side there, which is really interesting. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't really speak for the bar program, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, everything else is great. And I, you know, I love wine, and, I, and wine's, like, such a perfect pairing with food. I'd rather have wine um, with a good dinner than, than oh, cocktails. Well, especially but. when you're doing like high-end meat like that. I mean, you might as well go with a good wine. They did a beautiful job with the building, though, like, making it uh, kind of that hotel style, since it was that old hotel, the New Albany Inn or whatever. Yeah. It, it really was fantastic. The kitchen is really fucking impressive like it's a huge space I got to we, I've walked back there before um, is that an open kitchen also yeah it's an open kitchen it's it's pretty cool uh, so they're uh, so they have like the open window right there and then they have the front person on which is probably their expo I imagine I don't really pay too much attention and they have people behind the line past that nice. but it's really gorgeous um, the restaurant itself they did a lot of like artwork from Brooklyn itself and everything like that so um, I really enjoyed myself we had a uh, banana foster uh Cheesecake at the end, which is, uh, which I thought was interesting because usually when I get a dessert, they usually do like a cold uh, caramel. Mm-hmm. It, it came out warm and everything, nice. so which was very enjoyable. You know, as a good uh, Bananas Foster's dessert is uh, Eddie Merlot's. They do like a table side and It's really really cool. They have like a hot plate they roll out. And, Ice cream. So they build it in front of you? Yeah. It's I, really neat. I miss that style of dining. I think the only people that I know that kind of do that still is like Vincenzo's, I believe. Yeah. Um, and that's like classic fine dining, For though. Sure. Like rolling cards out and shit. Yeah. Yeah. A little table side nature D action. Did yeah. you ever get a chance to see any of the living space above Brooklyn before? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, I did too. They did an awesome job. Um, well, guys, we're here with uh, Chef Lawrence Weeks and Chef Jeff Harmon uh, from Locals Only. Uh, we're here to talk about food and shit. So, what's going on with you guys? Uh, not too much. In between working at our day jobs and Locals Only keeps us busy. What's your guys' day job again? Uh, I'd rather not say. 
We're gonna keep it professional. Jeff on the later. It might turn sour in this conversation. <laughs> well, let's also say that we know you guys from Wild Rita's, obviously. Yeah, we have the pleasure of working with Jamie and I think, didn't you guys work at Against the Grain or something? No, I didn't work at Against the Grain. Oh, I don't okay. think Lawrence worked at Against the Grain. No, I never worked there. Jeff did, though. They, no? No, they didn't. <laughs> we were just some bar uh, bums over there. <laughs> yeah. A whole bunch of beer. It's so convenient. They, are, uh, uh, they were definite regulars. <laughs> sure. You can find Lamont Bobo hiding in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> just on Shout out to Bobo. Just <laughs> don't Paul with you. He'll turn down the lights. Oh, uh, yeah. That's always a fun story, too. Yeah, yeah. What happened that day? That guy tried to hop over the fence to leave because he saw somebody else do it. I think he had watched the new Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. He thought he was acrobatic. They, they have those, like, hanging lights, like New York style, too, like a New York garden. Right. Uh, and he just over. used the wrong pole as, <laughs> as, like, leverage to get over the fence, and it... All the lights, hanging lights, came down. Well, the thing about it was, this fucker just just ended up leaving too. Oh yeah, it, like, they approached it, all of us at work the next day. Oh night. yeah, the hey, uh, We need you. We to don't know them. if you all can come back over here. Like yeah, and we you know. Like, course, wait, that's the one night I wasn't over there. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, like we all love it over there, so we're like, he was him. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody was oh, snitching. Yeah, there was no one <laughs> for that guy. Yeah. You can take my freedom, but don't take my craft beer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or my barbecue. Right. So, uh, what are you guys doing? What's what's coming up with the uh, local zone? Yeah. Um, at the end of this month, on the 29th, we're going to Monic, and we're teaming up with uh, Commonwealth Cure and Monic Brewery. What is uh What is Commonwealth? I'm actually not familiar with either place. Uh, neither am I. Well, yeah. I know I know what Monic is. Um, it's a new brewery that just opened up. I have not been there or anything. Commonwealth Care is uh, started by Austin Cummings and his, and his partner, Michelle. It's a very local, like, salumier kind of place. So it's, they do all your cured meats, sausages, stuff like that. So uh, it's a butcher almost? Yeah, basically. Yeah. But with, like, yeah, it's charcuterie, basically. It's all charcuterie. Can you take that to go whenever you go there? Yeah, there's a storefront, so you can go and buy it. And or do they have tables to eat there as well? Or? Not yet. I think no. they're in process They'll of that probably right do now. some, like, wine and cheese and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the end goal for them. Are but, they, um, I'm sorry. Are these two businesses located in the same spot? Uh, Monic Brewery's actually in Germantown, yeah. where the old Zeppelin Cafe is. Uh, I can't believe they uh, yeah. finally did something with that space. Because it took a while, but man, the building's gorgeous. Is it? Yeah, it? It's, it's beautiful inside. I have to check it out. How's the, uh, have you guys been there to eat or just drink beer? Or? I've had a few, I've only been there for snacks once, but I've I've pretty much been through the whole beer list, and it's all solid. Yeah, it's solid. That, yeah. I, I feel like that's the, the the big thing nowadays is you have all these, like, breweries. Uh, there's a brewery, uh, Floyd County Brewery, popped up right across from the Exchange in New Albany. And the thing about it is you have all these breweries that are popping up, but they're producing subpar product. Um, you know, I'm happy to have a great uh, craft beer market, but you can't oversaturate it with a bunch of shit, too. Yeah. It's kind of like the internet bubble. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, everyone's getting into it, which is great, because, I mean, that pushes all the crap beers to the side. Right. But you're right. Like, you can't sustain, like, everyone doing it constantly. Yeah. But the ones that are doing it right are doing it great. Yeah. Yeah. The cream will always rise. The good people. Like, against the grain. Like against the grain's killing it. Straight up killing it right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. They have some of the best beers I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're really, really that, good. Th- oh, man. 35K is, is <laughs> incredible. Um, it's, you know, Sam and all those guys are just... 
awesome dudes. Like, yeah, anytime I walk great. in there, they're always like, hey. The whole team over there is just great. We yeah. talked about them. Yeah. But, all right, so, like, Monic, so. Um, yeah, back to Monic. We're doing um, a charcuterie reception. Starts at 6.30 with um, Austin from Commonwealth. Um, it's going to be, like, an hour long where people are just grazing, trying all of his salamis, and... Um, after that, we're all going to sit down and have a four-course dinner. Um, What's on the menu for that? Or do you guys delicious. would rather not say? Or? No, the menu's out. Uh, we're going to start off with some carbonated fruit, and we're going to do a carbonated Carbonated fruit? Yeah. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> See, I didn't want to get Bill Nye on you. No, no, no. This is the thing about fucking chefs. So, like, I'm, I'm usually, like, quiet. Like, I go to the table. It was funny because when I went to Brooklyn the other day, uh, Rob had dropped off my uh, uh, butcher's board. They kept on sending me shit. I'm like, I felt annoying because I know he's busy, but I'm like, hey, dude, can you, like, break over this? Or, like, what's the process of cooking this? Like, I'm just super interested in that stuff. But yeah, I feel like chefs nowadays are like, here's this, uh, you know, Freeze dry, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, what the fuck is well, that? Okay. That's kind of close to exactly what that is. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, you take a cooler and um, a piece of dry ice, and you insulate it with a towel. Put a whole bunch of fruit in there, and then seal it to where it's airtight. And um, <clears throat> when the dry ice dissipates, it force carbonates the fruit. So CO2 is forced into the fruit, and when you bite into it, it's like, um, like. Say you use grapes, it's like grape soda. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. We're going to do that as a palate cleanser after all the charcuterie. And there's also a wine paired with the charcuterie reception as well. Oh, cool. Provided by Michael Taylor. Yeah. Who's Michael Taylor? Rose Canseco, the, uh, <laughs> the young <laughs> phenom. The young phenom. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great guy. He's also he's the beverage director at uh, bar director at Jack Fry's as well. Oh, okay, yeah. He uh, he, he just got uh, some like I don't know. He just got yeah, a big song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw something about that. Tests, yeah, that shit's. I know, like level one, you can do in, like six months, but after level one, it's where it really it gets, gets kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think he got two levels in two weeks or something like yeah. that. Yeah, wow. shit. The man was. Studying, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's dedication, and even to get your level one, which uh, a lot of psalms look at like bullshit, you're not necessarily a psalm at that point. Um, I know it's pretty fucking intense, so yeah. My um, a close friend of mine's wife works at Jeff or Jack Ruby's, Jack Ruby, Jack Fries, Jesus Christ, (laughs) get your fucking restaurant straight, you Uh, Bridget. Shout out to Bridget. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Bridget. She's awesome, she's great. That's Anthony. I've known Anthony since we were. Five years old. She's the assistant manager over there? Uh, I think so. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. I know she's in my I don't even know. I don't even pay attention to their titles anymore. It's right. just like, you're my boss. Right. Well, I know our buddy Paul was working there for a minute, but... <laughs> Shouts out to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, Paul had to take a uh, quick leave of absence after breaking his foot. God knows doing what, but I still haven't heard that whole story. Uh, well, I, I, I know that him and him and uh, Jeremy got into a fist fight at uh, yeah. At that part I saw the direct aftermath of that. Did like, you? I walk into tap room, go to the bathroom. Paul's in there, just bloody eye and all. Oh. And I'm like, hey, Paul, what's... What's cooking? It looks like I just got a really good sense of when not to go out. 
Paul's as far as Paul's in the situation. <laughs> like, I always hear the aftermath of it. I, I love Paul to death, but uh, me too. nothing good ever comes to, from me hanging out with Paul. Is the thing. I'm always going to lose a lot of friends over this podcast. <laughs> 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 I love Paul. I'll throw that in there. I love Paul, but... No, I'm just kidding. So what's up with the second course? What are you guys doing? Um, I'm going to do... Have you ever heard of a Elvis sandwich? Uh, is that like the peanut butter and uh, peanut bananas? butter, bacon, yeah. banana, chocolate? No chocolate. No chocolate. Um, basically, I'm gonna do a play on Elvis and do um, braised beef cheek. Shit. Uh, is that that from? Uh, I'm sorry, the butcher we were talking about too. No, I'm actually gonna try to source that as local as humanly possible as, as possible, but which is probably pretty. It's kind of hard to do for a, a cut like beef cheek because there's obviously two on an animal. Right. And How many guests do you guys have coming? It's capped at 40. Oh, okay. There's still tickets available, but yeah, we're getting pretty close. How? What's the price on that? Uh, it's, what, 56 without beer pairings? And with all the wine and beer pairings, it's going to be 70. 71. 71. Like that. Like that. That's a killer deal with, yeah. the, with the pairings. Yeah. We try to keep the prices kind of down on all our events because we want it to be, you know, we want to be very accessible to anyone who wants to come. Sure. A lot of people get intimi- uh, intimidated by the prices, though. But if you go out and you get, you know, a bottle of wine, an appetizer, and um, an entree anywhere else, you're spending 50, 60 bucks. Oh, my, sure. my bill, my bill yeah, at, yeah. at Brooklyn the other day, had I paid full price with the, the four of us, I probably would have been $400 or, you know, close to. Yeah. It was absolutely yeah. insane, yeah. you know. But that was the thing that I was telling them. Uh, they were also surprised at the food we were getting and stuff like this. I said... Uh, it, it, I had two of the cooks and then or two cooks and then one other server and I said guys this is like really eating out this is what I love to do I love going to like something like that or mm-hmm. when I go out to eat man I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a hundred dollars myself yeah it's you an know? experience it's not just going to eat yeah and I think you're people want out to experience well not only that but I want to attack everything on the menu for yeah, sure if I can yeah. you know if it's at all financially responsible oh yeah I mean there's <laughs> there's times that I'm gonna uh, stop by Taco Bell but there's times that I'm gonna go to a nice, nice restaurant um, like proof or something like that. I'm I'm trying to go four courses. I don't really care. You know, I've saved this money to do this. Yeah, I feel like that's where people swing and miss um, a lot. Is they're like, oh, we're gonna go to this nice dinner, but we're just gonna have one thing. One yeah. thing. Like I'm all about getting this, like a starter, uh, maybe a salad, some wine, an entree. Get weird with pork? It. I want to yeah. try the stuff that's For like, sure. yeah, like not bone marrow chicken that you want. Yeah, stuff you haven't seen before. Like the most exciting. Well, that sounds weird. I want to try that. Not a fucking Caesar salad with anchovy. Like, yeah, that's not too weird. <laughs> <laughs> my number one pet peeve is when we have like a like a five top come in and everybody orders the same fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> what do you if it's you guys, you guys can share? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Have a bite of everyone else's right. stuff, man. It should be a communal experience. Yeah. No, I, I think that's where people miss on dining too. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we all three of us out of four got pork chops the other night so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we were only allotted a discount on certain items hey, well, so, you know, know. That's, yeah. that's a different story though. yeah but I have to say that's what I enjoy about like a tapas restaurant is it's small stuff that everybody can get a little bit of everything and then you just share it and that's I think that's really really cool yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's, uh, one of the best dinners that I had recently uh, we went to Joy Luck 
Kyle and I and, and his girlfriend Layla. Yeah. And, but we fucking threw down, dude. Yeah, uh, like, one chicken. Oh man, the roasted or the Beijing duck, duck. dumplings. Holy shit! Crazy. It was so insane, good. but I, you know, my bill was one ten. I think I had to spend one twenty yeah. just myself, and that was before we had cocktail at the bar. Yeah. So. Shit, you gotta try pretty hard to get the, that high. Well, uh, I think I bought it. You just throwing food away. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> or plus appetizers, plus entrees. I think the Beijing that's like twenty six. I think we got two bottles yeah, of right. wine. Um, so, guys, tell us how Locals only started. I mean, I think we've talked about what you guys are doing, but how did it come about? Well, I do think it's fair to show uh, to say here today that this is actually. To the date, one year ago, we did our first dinner. Very good. Yeah. Oh, really? Which Today? Facebook just reminded me of. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. So this is a perfect day to do a podcast. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> today? Today. Well, congratulations. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome. You guys were working in the kitchen at Wild Readers at the time when this started? Or? Um, yeah. I met Jeff out at El Camino one night. Um, he was with Bobo and a couple other people that were from Wild Readers. I hadn't seen Bobo in some years. Who is uh, who? Who is the man? Do we really? <laughs> <have to die? laughs> I mean, we're sure. Who Bubba is? Everyone knows who Bubba yeah. is. If you're listening outside of Louisville, because I do have some friends from like New York and Portland okay. that have been checking it out. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Of, is. of Bobo, he is. Uh, he's referred to as the restaurant nomad. <laughs> 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 Bobo's thing is he's worked at. Uh, Every kitchen in town, pretty much. He'll work somewhere for like two or three months. But I think he's he's he pretty. He flips two saute pans and he's like, I I feel you. But <laughs> <laughs> <When> I'm out. <laughs> Bubba's oh, great awesome. though. One time, Bubba called me a cracker. <laughs> uh, I'd like to keep it PC. And just, uh, the FDA is listening. I said you can't you can't call me that. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's, that reminds me of the story of Pantry Larry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. So I we got a story at, about him, too. We were at Ramiro's. Who at the... Pantry Larry. Yeah, so Pantry Larry, as you guys or South Or South and Larry is what we call him. Worked at Wild Rita's with us and worked at Pantry, but we were at Ramiro's having breakfast one Sunday, and he walks past the table and stops. He's like, hey, guys, and tries to tell us this whole long story about how he opened a restaurant where Leftfield Lounge used to he's be. He's a consultant now. Right. <laughs> got nothing in writing, so right at the last minute, they fucked him on it. And so he started hopping around, rejuvenating rundown restaurants, is what he said. And he was the GM at, at Ramiro's, is what he was telling us. And I had to look at Jamie and say, damn, what are we doing ourselves <laughs> if Pantry Larry no. is a GM at a restaurant? I told Kyle, I said, he, he was smoking a cigarette in the corner, and, and we had a table. He was probably just telling us, because we all know. He probably just walked past like, man, did, did y'all know I, I'm the GM? Yeah. He was probably eating on his way back from the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about Pantry Larry is that he always told the tallest tales. At one point, he really wanted a uh, promotion at work, and uh, we call him South and Larry, and he has, like, in ecstasy tattoo, like literally the words ecstasy and like and it's stick, in like, stick poke, like yeah. it's, like, it's, it's, in, like, it's in like graffiti, <laughs> yeah. like font. Like yeah, someone I think he's got a Pikachu on, on him somewhere. I believe there was a Pikachu somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he would always tell these tall tales, and he wanted a uh, promotion so bad at uh, at Rita's, and they made him the head of sanitation. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I was like, so, hey, man, it's a title. Yeah. All right. You can, put, you can put that on a business card. So basically, uh, he was uh, the king of the dishwashers, I believe. Uh, That's how it went down, yeah. I, I recall that. Even though I don't think he ever worked in the dishwasher. No, no, no. Was any parlayed that into GM. <laughs> Restaurant rejuvenator. Hey, you miss, you miss 100 shots, 100% of the shots you don't take, right? right? No doubt True. about it. That guy actually made me change my name. Like, oh. I used to go by Larry... Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I was Larry Weeks for my entire life. That's what my parents called me and everything. And um, one day at work, somebody comes in, and I guess they're like, hey, is Larry working? So I, th- I think it was Levi. He's like, yeah, he's right in the back, and he gets pantry Larry. And he's, like, talking to the table, and I think I... <laughs> I was always scared when he was talking to I had to go out to the dining room and do something, and I walked by, and I'm like... Oh, so-and-so's over there. Like, what is he doing over there talking to him? So I walk up, and he's like, hey, Larry, you know these people? He's like, no, but they came in and asked about me. They must have heard about me. (laughs) And I was like, dude, if you don't go to the fuck to the back, (laughs) these are my friends. (laughs) So I was like, I'm Lawrence, you're Larry. (laughs) And I'm sure you're saying, hey, my name's Larry. Uh, I'm the owner of this place. (laughs) Welcome to my establishment. (laughs) He would always piss me off because he would work. Uh, he worked the pantry. We had the pantry bar at Rito's, and I would always work the cocktail section. This it's motherfucker would get out samples of oh like guacamole. God. I'm like, dude, they want to order some. They want to order guacamole. Don't give them like four ounces of guacamole. Now For they don't. Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he buy the biggest bowl and just heap it on there. Yeah, because like occasionally. They love me over there in the pantry. Yeah, no shit. You're giving out. He would just give like a slip, like a two dollar dip, and and be just be completely no hell. Yeah. Fucking tip jar. Yeah, <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that. <laughs> he was constantly borrowing money off me to buy wave wave cigarettes and stuff. Wave. I'm like, all right, brother, like, whatever. Wow. Oh, Rita's. Enough about him. Back to us. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about me more. Yeah. Uh, about me. Let's talk about me. Where did we start with this? What was the question? Oh yeah. Oh, well, it's only started yeah. for a year. All right. You know. El Camino. We were at El Camino. Um, we were all just kicking it, and. uh I guess he would talk to Bobo. Lawrence would talk to Bobo for a second and small details. And Lawrence just literally came out. I was at some smoking a cigarette. and was like, hey, you want to do a pop-up dinner with me sometime? And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And from there, it was literally we just started hanging out here and there, talking more and more. He eventually started working at Rita's. And I think that's where it really, the idea started taking off as far as like, we should put this together. Yeah. You guys, you guys were doing this with Bobo at the time, right? That when it first started, yeah. Yeah, but I moved away for six months and went to Atlanta. And I think like one of my last nights here, like Jeff and I were talking. I was like, I don't know if I'll ever move back, but if I do, we got to do this pop up thing. And um, I would talk to him in Atlanta about it, and. I guess things weren't really happening down there, so I moved back up here. Did you move down there to cook? Yeah, I was working under Chef Todd Richards down there. Is he a big chef down in Atlanta? Or? Uh, he was actually a big chef up here. He was at the Sealbach before Bobby Benjamin. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I've met Bobby. He uh, actually I had it in a reservation. I was supposed to take care of him. Canceled. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, anyways. But, yeah, soon after I moved back, I think a month or two after, we had organized a dinner at Diamond Station. Which is, uh... We're, 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 
this spot at Banshee Lairs. He made it all possible. He's <laughs> coming to circle. <laughs> but yeah, we had like 18 or 20 people at that first dinner. We were cooking off a stove with like two burners that worked. A flat top. and A flat top and an oven that ran at like... 250 degrees <laughs> so classic yeah Pantry Larry did a good job yeah, so, uh, Pantry Larry did all the uh, all the wiring renovations and um thankfully he was not a part of that at all yeah he was not involved at really, that point he probably told everybody he was maybe I don't know so but from there on we just we did like six courses out of that kitchen so we're like, yeah, we can pull it off. So yeah, we can so. do this elsewhere. And the whole plan was to go around town and visit different restaurants and see, like, on their off days or if they wanted to collaborate with us, with their chefs or something like that, and put together dinners. It took months for us to even get saying. somebody to bite until yeah. Lydia House mm-hmm. um, actually opened. Yeah, I feel like you guys really took off after that Lydia House event. That was the kicker. Yeah, yeah we got was... a lot of press from Steve Coombs. Uh, who's Steve? I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with him. Um, Insider Louisville. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 He, he wrote an article there. about us, and that's kind of where things took off. And we had been hitting the paper, like, as far as promoting ourselves before that. Like, a, we kicked it in high gear after that. Like, after after we knew that Lydia House could possibly be someplace we could go back to and revisit and do these kind of dinners there, it just kind of skyrocketed after that. Aren't you... Uh, Doing something at Lady House on the regular now, or were you, was something in the works there? <laughs> I was for a bit. I was doing um, a world tour on food. I was trying to pick, like, every month I wanted to do, like, uh, a country. Like, I started off with Thailand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> every, every week I wanted to do um, one dish from Thailand and then give, like, a small history lesson, like a little paragraph or whatever on where it came from and the history of it. But... It just didn't have a turnout, or <clears throat> I mean, it had an all right turnout, but it was hard to do it by myself on my days off. I was real drained when it came down to it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine trying to do pop up dinners and then working full time in the kitchen. Because I mean, for you, uh, me, but you yeah. kitchen workers work way too damn hard and make too little money. Um, How about that? Amen. But. Uh, it's been good. We, we've managed to space out enough where we're not burning it at both ends. Good. You know? And plus, we, as far as the course out dinners, we realize that we don't have to do those all the time. Like the events, the smaller things that we've done, like Louis Vuitton and Haymarket, Whiskey Bar, and stuff like that. You guys did an event with uh, Meta, with Don- Meta. Dante from mm-hmm. Butchertown Grocery, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is, was he working at Meta at the time? or No. He was oh, really? working at Ada. He was at Ada. You worked at ADAP for a while, right? Is that where you met him? Oh, no, I've known him for 10 years, probably. We went to high school together, and um, he is actually in the medical field. And he's like, man, I don't know if I want to do this. I think I'm going to start bartending. (laughs) This is like... Last year. Eight months ago, a year ago, some (laughs) shit like that. And I'm like, don't fucking do it. The restaurant business is hard. You're not going to make that much money. It sucks. He's incredibly talented, from my understanding. Uh, He's actually going to be bartending with me and Kyle here. Uh, I have just started, right? Yeah, I I haven't met him yet. But I've heard that he's wonderful. I know he's he's good. He is ridiculous. He's got a gift for it. Like natural. That's the thing about these bartenders, man. Our friend Nick uh, Christensen, that works at Butchtown Grocery with us as well, Mm -hmm. I think she was just on Great. 
Ray Day Live. These bartenders, like, in six months, she won, like, second place at a Woodford competition. Like, the people that are talented, like, me and him, like... Uh, I'm just trying to get my counts and shit right. You know, like, I'm actually reading a book called The Joy of Mixology right now to kind of move towards that mm-hmm. um, that Levi Donaldson had recommended uh, to me. But it's fucking crazy. Like eight months, and like he was already doing a pop up dinner with you guys at Meta. Yeah. So those drinks were fire. You did like a mezcal drink, and I, mm-hmm. I remember I was trying to make it down that night, but I don't remember what happened. Mezcal mint julep. Fire. Yeah, it was a mezcal mint julep. Um, because we were recording, um, actually a video oh, documentary me. kind of with a fuck that's a tasty beverage. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a little video series on um, local cocktails around the city. Who's doing that? Um, Mark's, uh, Mark Miles, Jason, and Michael. Where are they, where are they from? Or they just do this? Um, I, they're from Louisville. Okay. Do they work anywhere? Are they in the bar scene or what? No, they're not. They're just really interested in this cool. cocktails. Yeah. Like the cocktail cool scene too. is cocktail scene's really taken off in the last yeah. like two years too. For sure. It's all about becoming an attraction. Well, yeah. I mean, I think bartenders are taking like Nick and obviously Dante, who I, I haven't worked with yet, but people take a serious uh, interest in the, uh, I guess, the chemistry that comes along with almost like cooks and chefs and people who deal with food. I mean, we make things. And well, that's the great thing about Louisville. I mean, you got a great craft cocktail scene that's coming up. you got a great craft beer scene that's coming up. We're renowned, at least nationwide, as far as like having some of the best food in the country. Well, and it never hurts to be in the heart of bourbon country, so you got good spirits in this area. Yeah. yeah. I think I think I may have rolled my eyes as far as renowned. Um, I think we still have a lot of room for oh, growth. Absolutely. Um, and, and the thing about Louisville is Louisvillians are like so hyped on. I mean, they're just so hyped on Louisville. But if you've had like yeah. San Francisco's dining scene or uh, Portland's dining scene or like L.A. or New York, that shit is insane, dude. Well, yeah, sure. but, but that all we're building. Up. Up. Yeah, we're building up to it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's always. I'm just. We're not stagnant in any way. Oh, absolutely right. not. Especially in the last two or three years. I mean, everything's. Yeah, we're up. on the come up. Like. There's something for everybody. I've really right. only done one coursed out dinner, and that was at a bachelor party in Nashville. You did seven, the 1792 dinner, right? Yeah, I guess that's... No, no. It wasn't the 1792. That was the um, Copper and Kings. Oh, so okay. I guess I've done two. The first one was with Adam Breitenstein and Larry Rice at Adam's uh, bachelor party. We went to Catbird Seat. Nice. It was nice. nuts. Dude. Yeah, like, I've that never guy's done ridiculous. Like the that. chef down there. Yeah, Larry pulled some strings and got us in there. And there was a not Pantry Larry. Yeah, definitely not. I thought he was a partial owner. But it was it was nice. I mean, it was like a sixteen course meal. But, Holy shit! But I mean, the bill it was. I mean, two fifty a piece. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Oh yeah, it wasn't cheap, and I didn't realize that going in. So that so included liquor pairing. Yeah, I mean, you you got some wines and things like that. Ben Folds was there. Yeah, he was. Dinner, right? Ben Folds was there, <laughs> and then I actually ran into him the next night. But that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we went to a few other places down there. Were really nice. Uh, Koshan the Butcher, which is like a meat mm-hmm. place, um, and I think there's a 
a chef from here that that went down there. I it's can't think Levon Wallace. Levon Wallace. Proof. Former chef approved. Yeah. yeah, he was very yeah. nice to us down there. Um, we went to Rolf and Daughters and then Pinewood Social, which was really cool. I've heard good things about Pinewood Social. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's it's kind of like a, a more upscale Lucky Strike almost. I mean, they have like a bowling alley and then they have an mm-hmm. outdoor area where they have like bocce and shuffleboard. I love some bocce, dude. Yeah, I mean, adult playground. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, and they pair it with but really nice food. And, <laughs> and I think they even have like a coffee bar in the restaurant. It's, it's really cool. Cool. So, yeah. I think just in general, the food is coming up here and it's nice to see that. I agree. There's a lot of hungry chefs. <laughs> For sure. And there's a lot of people from other parts of the country gravitating to this town, too. Oh, absolutely. So so my question to you guys is, so where did you guys get started? I mean, did you go to school, Jeff? I never went to any culinary school at all. No? I started working in kitchens in college, and, um, you know... Daddy, you went to college at UK? UK. Right. Yeah. And over those years, I was in and out of kitchens around town in Lexington, and got out of school and was like, well... I can either go back to school for more school. <laughs> I didn't want to do that immediately, so I was like, I'm just going to take some kitchen work, and it just kind of stuck from there. Sure. Now, is that a path you see a lot of young chefs taking, or do they go to school? I know quite a few self-taught chefs, yeah. but I also know, especially in this town, there's a lot of Sullivan kids people. straight right. out of Sullivan. Yeah. You went to Sullivan, right, Lawrence? Absolutely not. <laughs> not really? yeah, I went to JCC because I didn't have... Sullivan dollars. Yeah, it's expensive to go there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, our friend Aspen, you guys know Aspen. Yeah. Aspen went to Sullivan, and she told me, like, she's paying off student loans to this day. And on a, on a uh, cook's or chef's uh, wage, man, it's not. It's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're an indentured you servant if you're making. thirty, forty thousand dollars in debt, right? I mean, fifty, sixty thousand dollars in debt. Making ten, twelve dollars an hour for the first five years? Get out of here. Yeah. I just couldn't imagine um, going to culinary school unless it was like somewhere prestige like. Cordon Bleu down in San Francisco. But even those, you're spending. Oh yeah, my friend, my friend Pia that lives in New York, who's actually now a uh, waitress. She does like fine dining. She works at Dirty French, which is like a renowned restaurant in New York. Mm -hmm. Uh, She went to school down in Chef Cordon or Cordon Bleu, whatever it's called, and uh, she said it was fucking expensive. Yeah, Yeah. I'm pretty sure Cordon Bleu lost their credibility. Like, you're not getting a degree from there. You're just getting a culinary certificate. Right. Right. I think she had, she's, like, 40, so she had went 20 years ago. You yeah, know, when it was. In the prime. Yeah. Well, and they still can't guarantee you a job. I mean, that's well, that's the, the thing. thing. I mean, there's there's so many restaurants in the country. There's so many good restaurants. You're not just going to go fall into, like, the best restaurant in your area. No. Because you just got out of school. No one's right. looking for that. They're literally selling you a dream. Yeah. <laughs> being a chef. But you... It's up to you. If you walk out of there with a great skill set, yeah. then you can work your way up. You can find a place and make yourself into something. Sure. It's all about experience <clears throat> at the end of the day, I feel like. Yeah. Well, they had that bartending school. Um, uh, 1-800 Louisville. bartending. 1-800. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from the Louisville area, you, you've heard of this before. Yeah. Uh, but, that, I mean, I know people that actually attended that. And that's bullshit, man. The way to learn mixology and stuff like that. I mean, you can read literature, which helps, but... It's all about doing it, right? Yeah, you got to get back there. And I'm, I imagine questions. it's the same. I mean, we're, we're cooking with booze, essentially. Yeah, well, yeah. it's the thing. It's just that as far as the industry, you just got to get your feet wet. Yeah. Take your hands dirty and just get in there and figure it out. And then after that, after you're like, hmm, I actually enjoy doing this, then A, you're a masochist. <laughs> <laughs> and you might as well embrace that about yourself. Right. And B, I mean, at least you've got 
you've got the temporary skill set of that place and you can take it to another place and learn more and different techniques and stuff like that. That's how it goes. That's how it's got to go. Yeah, we've been saying um, the past few days, you don't choose the lifestyle. The lifestyle chooses you. Yeah. Well, we were, we kind of, I talked to you guys about this earlier. It's funny because I talked to uh, Jeff and Message and Lawrence and uh, they both said, I, we were supposed to meet at 1130 today and both of them said, uh, you know, we'll see you in the morning. And I said, you know, we're all restaurant people whenever we say 1130 a.m. <laughs> 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 I woke up at 10 this morning like, oh. Me too. I was like, oh, really? Oh, the restaurant business, service industry in general isn't for everybody. My day, starts, yeah. my day starts at 12 generally with a uh, pot of, uh, you know, coffee. And then I get moving in the shower by like 1 to yeah. 1.30. Yeah. After about smoking about 10 cigarettes. And <laughs> <laughs> Watching awesome videos on his 4K TV. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he describes it as. I got a 4K TV. Yes. <laughs> I'm picking him up the other night. He's like, you going to come up and check out my TV? Well, you know, have you, ever got, you guys ever seen the movie SLC Punk? Mm-hmm. And he is the the guy has he's like laser disc, you know. Yeah. I feel like that. <laughs> it's the future. <laughs> Whatever happened to that shit? <laughs> DVDs happen. Right. The only laser disc I've ever seen, I think, is my dad had a laser disc player and he had Bebe's kids. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. oh man! I'm not gonna lie. I'm not even familiar with what that is. Really? Is, it, it's, it's, well, I guess is that a cartoon? You should watch it on your 4K movie. TV. Later it's tonight. a mega movie. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah, Do we need to preface that Lawrence is a black man? <laughs> all the rest of us are white. I'm from the suburbs. No, it was a great movie. Edit, edit. Uh, it's called Dennis, was the, I imagine that it was uh, African American. What, what was the actor's name? The Robin main, Harris. The main, was it Robin yeah. Harris? Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Man. Yeah, that was awesome. What a show. <laughs> so, are you guys the uh, the only people doing pop up dinners right now in Louisville? I, I believe so, right? Currently, yeah. Everybody's dying. Well, after midnight. Um, that was Ming and Griffin. They they have one more dinner on March. Ming and Griffin Pollen. Yeah. Ming's the chef at Anchorville. Or he was the sous there. He's uh, also formerly of Jack Fry's, and he's in the process of right now opening up his own restaurant. Oh really? In uh, Norton. Norton Commons. Yeah. It's five hundred two. Five hundred two Bar and Bistro. Yeah. Spain over there. I know that uh, over at Norton Commons is a weird place. Well, have you guys ever been out there? I used Not to me. work out there. It's and a it's, community. It's, yeah. They have they have streets that's like <laughs> old Louisville and it's like all like supposed to be like Victoria Main and then Germantown and it's like all those shocking it's fucking what? bizarre out there yeah the houses are like really I mean you this pay is a lot streets. of money I mean they're almost half a million dollar homes and you're literally right next door to your neighbor like there's have no, you been in one of those houses they're beautiful they're, they're gorgeous ridiculous. on the inside yeah. but like most of the houses are not. Like um, single family houses? No. They're like, it's a downstairs home. And then in the garage, you go in the back and it's an apartment upstairs. Yeah. So there could be like 10 people living in a house. I know the, the guy from Muscle and Burger Bar, I can't, Fernando, Fernando. Yeah. who is the gold mine, like literally everything. So like for, everything and, you know, he's, he's good for a reason. Fernando is 
Incredible. Mr. Yeah. Monopoly. Uh, yeah. He just opened a restaurant over there, apparently. Mm-hmm. Is that so. the Johnny Brusco's? Or no, that's been open for else? a long time. Oh, that, has it? Brusco's has been open for four or five years. Okay. Um, like Americano? Yeah. Americano. Yeah, that's Something it. like that. I, he opened, I believe, 30 restaurants in a year and a half, two years. He opened a lot of restaurants. I don't, maybe it's not that many. I don't know about 30. But it's at least, <laughs> he, at least opened, he at least opened 10 restaurants in like a year and a half, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got the golden touch though, man. man he he's, he have you guys ever met uh, him before? Not personally, no. I uh, I waited on him one time, and I'm not going to disclose the amount that he tipped me, but it was the best tip I've ever received in my entire life, and I've had some good ones. But you meet him, and he's Hispanic, obviously, or Spanish, um, and uh, he he talks like a gangster. And it's funny because he rolls in a, in a big uh, crew. And he's like, oh, I have this. It's like talking to the Godfather. It's it's fucking it's fucking insane, dude. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's awesome. But what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, Griffin and me yeah. were doing a late night dinner series called After Midnight. Yeah. But they're both. I mean. Open up a restaurant. After midnight. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we hear in our restaurant all the time. Oh shit. Sorry. They're both got other things going on right now, so they're suspending that kind of activity for. Several months, I think. Yeah. And they're doing one last thing at uh, Joy Luck, actually, on March 5th, I believe, Saturday yeah. night. Do you all find it difficult to find restaurants to host these things at? Um, Not anymore. We're getting harassed. <laughs> I guess now that you've hey. kind of jumped it up a little bit. Well, we've kind of... We changed uh, changed gears last year with not doing focusing on so many sit down coursed out dinner events and like I said just doing smaller one night off events which I know we both enjoy more yeah for different reasons like events are cool because we get to sit there and interact with all the people and stuff like that and hand them food and it's simple and cheaper and stuff like that I know we both like the coursed out dinners because we get to use more technical skills and stuff like that but yeah, I don't know. It's just a good balance. So we're trying to do more events and then keep the the dinners more of like a seasonal thing. Right. Yeah, you don't want to oversaturate your market with that. Yeah. There, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, you guys have a big event coming up with Ryan Guys, right? Yeah. Is that still happening? Or? It is. Oh, yeah. It's, it's another that. team-up kind of deal. We're going to do it at Louis Vuitton on March 15th. I mean, that's a that's a big deal, man. Ryan Geist is blowing up right yeah, now. They are. <clears throat> We're doing it with Ryan Geist and Louisville Cream. So Oh cool. And Louisville Cream just opened recently and if they're like not, they are very soon. Eight months from up there. They started as a, a food truck pretty much, right? Really? I am not sure. I'm I don't know sh- too much about it. I'm pretty sure they started the ice cream's as good. Amazing. As a uh, food truck and they were doing it against like flea on market. Um, yeah, man. When does that start up again? I love those things. And if you if you're not familiar, if you're not from Louisville, I know this is pretty Louisville centric, but uh, flea on market's like a big a flea market, pretty much what it sounds like. And yeah. it's on Sundays. Am I right on that? Um, and it's Saturdays, Saturdays, like Sundays. whole weekend. Yeah, right? Saturday, yeah, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. It's really cool. Like I mean, there's food and all kinds of stuff. It's yeah. not it's not your peddler's mall kind of. No, thing. no. There's it's more music. Crafty and, yeah, yeah, selling vintage clothing, records. You know. Uh, food trucks, random crap that you'd find yeah. at any type of bazaar. Also got booze out there, which is a good thing. Well, it's Louisville. Yeah. 
Yeah, we have. Uh, <laughs> no one goes anywhere. It's not booze involved. We are, we are definitely a drinking city. It's a very wet city. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, our bars stay up until 4 in the morning. That's, How many yeah. other cities do that? Uh, and on, Vegas? I think on Oaks Night or is it Derby Night, they don't close, right? Yeah, it's well, six hours. or seven. Yeah. Is it yeah. Derby or Oaks? It's both of them. They're cl- they close at six or seven in the morning. And th- yeah. Thanksgiving it I'm goes to five four. I can remember right. what time what? it is. Thanksgiving well, it goes to like five a.m. I believe. Well, Thanksgiving then, Eve. Does is it? it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <clears throat> when we spring. Whitney Thomas told me that actually. I was I ran into her in Brooklyn of all places because she's Carmen San Diego of Louisville. And, uh, <laughs> we ended up hanging out at a bar in Brooklyn. We were talking about it Thanksgiving Eve. It's the same when we uh, like jump back or fall forward, or isn't it? Like, we get an extra hour? You know what sucks, Dick, is when we move forward and then I lose that hour of bar yeah, time. Right. <laughs> Closes at three. I never even realized those things are happening until they're happening. So right. I was like, oh, it's that night. It was like, great. So I'm extra either staying hour. out an extra hour or it was Halloween robbed of an hour. When we, got, when we got an extra hour That's on right, Halloween. That event we, had we had an event. event. Oh, oh yeah, you guys did an event with uh, over the nine and with Griffin and, and, and me. Yeah. yeah, so it was a team up between what is it midnight only after midnight after midnight and locals only. only. Yeah, did you guys do a course dinner at that? We did do a course dinner that earlier that evening, and then we flipped the space upstairs at over the nine and had a blowout fucking Halloween party. It was a banger. It was. <laughs> was there a lot of people there? Oh, yes, God, it yeah. was a banger, and it went. All damn night. <laughs> I uh, I have yet to go to over the nine, but I heard good things. It's good space again. They did a lot with the building. Looks great up there. Are they gaining a lot of traction? I know, like the thing was, is like they're downtown, but like they're on that skirt of downtown where it almost turns into the west side. You know, it's like the yeah, it's a little out of the way, but it's not really though. It's like ninth or tenth, really right? Not, I mean, it's not that far out of the way. I think parking's an issue. Is that well, no, they have that large lot right there, too. That's right there near where the glass-blowing spot is, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a few blocks out. Unfortunately, people stop going past, uh, club, what is it, Glassworks or Flame Run, whatever they're calling yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but... I think there's just so many new restaurants constantly opening in Louisville. It gets... Some things just get lost. Like, people can't sure. just go to every new place all the time. Right. On f- Unfortunately for me, I try to go to every new restaurant that opens. <laughs> like, I mean, I do too, but you're not just going to do that in a month or yeah. something like that. I mean, it's going to take some time. Yeah. Our, our buddy Jimmy Nolan. At least with my schedule, it's going to take a whole oh. hell of a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Working all the nights I work, for sure. Yeah. Our, our buddy Jimmy Nolan was in town, and I'm pretty sure that he got to hit, like, every... Like, we did Lemu and... Yep. Where else did we... How is that place? I want to sit in uh, the Louis Vuitton booth. Um, do you want... I have a skewed opinion on it. Um, I'll come out and talk about... Uh, it's a beautiful restaurant. The space is absolutely incredible, what they did with it. Um, it's, it's insane. Like, it is really beautiful. As far as sitting down and getting a wine list that is literally printed on printer paper and stapled together when there's $500 bottles of wine on it, mm. I think yeah. was... Very tacky. That's um, probably my biggest gripe. It would be that their wine list, cocktail list, it's all literally printed on printer paper. And yeah. and I'm not talking a fresh printer paper. I'm talking food and shit was all over the thing. <laughs> Pages were stuck together. Yeah. Oh, um, man. I had we we ate there for lunch, so I didn't get the full experience of of the steakhouse itself. I had dinner there, and it was it's it's great. Like the food's great, the preparation's great, the service was great. Um, Our service guess, was okay. Some, yeah, we I'm had fine. we had like ten people that were. I mean, these pretty big rollers in the in the service industry. You know, we had uh, some some people from ceviche, and then mm-hmm. Adam who. 
is a song. Yeah, and the the beverage director at Mesh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we had, we had some some big players in there. Um, I got like a short rib grilled cheese when I was there, and I wasn't overly impressed by it. But uh, it was lunchtime, dude. Like it, it just had it had some like frise on it, and it it just was too frise is pretty bitter anyways. It just yeah. kind of took away from the sandwich itself, I believe. But you know, could have been a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, like I said, it. I've been there three times now. And every every time the food has been good again, my only gripe, I guess, is the wine list presentation. I won't write a place off unless three consecutive times it's not been yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Again, like I said, I can't say anything. Or bad. if it's so horrible that I have to write. I mean. Well, especially I mean, if it's if it's a newer place, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Absolutely. It's, That's why I said I can't really. It's hard damn work to get a restaurant up and running properly. And especially a place that's like that. I'm yeah. trying to make the impact that they were trying to make as exactly. far as prices. And, and that's a hard area to really get people to. I mean, because you're either going to Lemu or you're not. Like, you're well, not. Well, game's cruising. over there. Yeah, I mean, I guess you do have game in August Moon, but. It's uh, still a destination, though. Yeah. You're not I just mean, farting around on that street. I know, you're, I know your boy Papa John's has made a big investment in that area to build a bunch of condos. Well, so. I saw they're tearing, they're tearing down Jim Porter's. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, I, I believe that's where they're putting that. Uh, it's John Schrader or whatever the fuck is John Schrader. Schrader. And uh, <laughs> a bunch of, a few other like big players in Louisville that are putting some condos there or something. So, yeah, that was supposed to be like a package deal, I heard. Like, I think they bought either Phoenix Hill or Jim Porter's, either one, and they're like, well, I'll give you the other one for X amount of dollars more. And they're like, okay. Yeah, I'm on both of those, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit, I'm sure he cashed out on getting out of the bar business. So mm-hmm. that I know Phoenix Hill is a, is an insanely large space. I mean, it's oh, a, it's an awesome, really cool space, man. It just is in a, a weird spot. The the clientele they had built over the years was just it's like shaking contest. I mean, <laughs> the one time I will say it was a lot of fun to go to Phoenix Hill was the chili cook-off. I mean, that was a ball. I always enjoyed it. It was a, that's a that was a big event they did. Oh, here forever. one of their biggest events I think that that Phoenix Hill ever did. I think Crescent Hill neighborhood took that all over. I think I'm just ready for spring now. and summer, man, because I, I love Louisville with all the little outdoor festivals mm-hmm. and parades and crap yeah. that they do in this town. It's just there's always something going on yeah. when it's warm outside. Yeah, I live in Old Louisville, and I will tell you my favorite. It's like you know, probably three seasons out of the year, I fucking like. I'm like, God damn you, Old Louisville, especially in the winter when the bumps are like especially crazy. But uh, in the spring, it's probably the most beautiful place to be. Yeah, um, yeah. with the magnolias and like everything. It's St. James Fair and all that stuff. Yeah, you got all those old Victorian homes mm-hmm. over there. Oh yeah, so everything's budding. Awesome to look at. Yeah. I have my opinion on Old Louisville. (laughs) I lived there for a year, and my first two or three weeks there, I saw somebody get shot. Yeah, someone just got shot. Experience. (laughs) Yeah, it was not cool. No, no. no. I mean, people get robbed. But you still stayed there for the rest of the year. Right. Damn right. I'm with (laughs) you. Not scaring me out of my home. I ain't never scared. Bone crusher. (laughs) Bone crusher. Can we get him on the show? No, he was in the show. Uh, the dog was in the show last time because he drank probably an entire bowl, bowl of water as loudly as possible. Because I think Lawrence was talking about Bone Crusher. Yeah, I was uh, talking bone about Crusher. Bone. <laughs> Can we contact his people? Um, I'm sure he's probably not doing anything anymore. So. <laughs> You're probably right about that. <laughs> I believe that, <coughs> that was his only hit. <coughs> so, um, 
You guys are doing this dinner at loose time. We we uh, fortunately we are all good buddies, so we get totally off track. Yeah. Um, There's no schedule here. No. Yeah. It's no itinerary. Um, loose ton. You guys are doing that with uh, Ryan Gox. You were saying, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you guys already started on a menu on that? Yeah, we know what we're doing. It's pretty much as soon as. Uh, you guys haven't released that menu yet. No, so I, we can go ahead and release it. I mean, okay. that's fine. We're gonna exclusive do, uh, right hey, here, people. <laughs> right the, here. The forty-five people that will listen to this, <laughs> <laughs> or ten. My mom. All to be there, though. Expect you all to be there. Um, go ahead. We're gonna do um, some ride guys cider braise on uh, corned beef. Ooh. And then we're going to do... Um, is that a local corned beef? Thing? I feel like an asshole for sure saying that. You are an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to prove it here. Yeah, we're going to try and get some local corned beef. And um, we're going to do coal cannon potatoes, which is an Irish dish, which is like uh, cabbage, potatoes, and bacon. But we're going to play it up and make it a little more. We're going to funk it up a little bit. Yeah. As far as... How are you gonna fuck it up? Uh, we're gonna make Put it not it. look like mashed potatoes, yeah, yeah. cabbage <laughs> with bacon. So yeah. so you're gonna put some mar- microgreens and parsley on top. I'm sketch. You can read Great my mind. <laughs> I heard microgreens are hot right now. <laughs> That's how I was. I, whenever I was at dinner the other night, uh, I was like, God, "No one eats fucking microgreens. Like, get this shit out of here." And the nasty was like, "They're delicious." And <laughs> you're full of shit. You're just a cook. So. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to have to call you wrong on that one. <laughs> I like pea shoots. Yeah, they're all right. And microgreens can't add something. They're not full of flavor. I mean, they don't they're... need to be on every damn thing. Yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. I'll agree with you on that if that's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. But with Louisville Cream on this event, we're going to do um, an Irish coffee sundae. Ooh. Oh, shit. They're going to take one of Ryan Guy's stouts, I believe, and um, make an ice cream out of that. And we're going to do whiskey caramel and mm-hmm. uh, whipped cream. Damn, have you guys? It's, it's on the fifteenth, so it's right around. Yeah. So is this a, is this once again a course dinner? Or is this kind of no? Nah, this is just come as you want. All the cards, flat yeah. rate, all the card. Yeah. Do, do you know if Louisville Cream does gelato? I'm not really sure, actually. No. This this is a man loves gelato. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have said gelato, he probably would have been. I feel like he's been, he's been waiting to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> once you said Louisville Cream, which yeah. I never heard of, I was like, man, man they make gelato. Because I know there's one place out in Norton Commons. I think it's Gilberto's yeah, or something like that. They make some good. It's pretty good. Them. Yeah. So you guys are only doing those three, I guess, just kind of an all a card, those three items, or there's probably more, right? Well, no, the the corned beef and potatoes come together. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, you'll get a boat and a fork and yeah. just eat it up. That's what the events are more like. It's a lot more casual. Like, we want to put you something in one hand. A utensil or not, like if it's a handheld item or something. You don't want people there and your suit and jacket, like. They can have a suit and jacket if they want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, how Jamie is dressed right now. He comes to a podcast dressed ready. You gotta, you gotta. He's a model now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about that. (laughs) Anyway, spread an (laughs) extol. Continuing (laughs) our friendship. But yeah, the last event we did at Louis was wildly successful. We ran out of food in like an hour and a half. Holy I, shit! I've yeah, never awesome. seen anything that like it. If you've been to Louis the Ton, it's we were set up in that back room right before you go outside, mm-hmm. and there was a line from there to the front door. Holy Ooh. shit! Yeah, and that was at 
8 o'clock when we started. Wow. So... How 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 do you guys fund these things? Are you guys paying out of pocket to uh, buy ingredients for this? Or? Yeah, up to this point, it's been straight out of pocket. So that timing that paycheck has to be. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are getting a return profit on it, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are, and we're setting some aside so we can. Yeah, you have like fun, a, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Sure. But still, in between each event, we're buying, you know, utensils, equipment, stuff to keep us going in the long run. Yeah, right? so. Right. Well, it has to be nice to, you know, do it a pop-up because, you know, you at least get to use, like, their cooking stuff and stuff like that, right? Uh, it depends. No, if we're doing it, uh, if we're doing a course out dinner, then, yeah, we have access to their kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Other than but that, these we events, to, we're... We have to rent out a kitchen. Yeah, we're, we're wow. getting everything. Now, wow. do you guys yeah. have any hopes or plans of opening your own spot, either collectively or individually? Yeah, Absolutely. Goal, the whole goal was to get investors, and we, uh, off the first dinner, somebody bit and offered us a building. It was a gorgeous building in Butchertown. And From the Diamond Station event? No, Lydia. sorry, Lydia House. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the second event, and it was just wrong place, wrong time. But Right now, though, we're just we're trying to have fun with it, make this a bigger success as far as a name and a brand. Yeah, we're trying to go to Lexington and Cincinnati with Ryan Geist after this event. Cool, man. Yeah, yeah. it's all about networking. It seems like a little bit. Sure. Yeah. yeah, we've got. We we don't have a date locked down yet, but we're going to do something with Against the Grain coming soon. Oh, yeah. cool! As nice. the uh, as the season gets warmer, you know, you're going to do that. going to get crazy I with think. Chef Jordan Lewis, or yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're collaborating together, and I think we're going to do that there. And uh, talking to Country Boy. Yeah. We're reaching out to West Six just to kind of spread it around the state a little bit. Sounds like you're kind of like sticking with these uh, beer background right it's now. It's just so much fun. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure. That's what people are after. I mean, people are loving craft beers, and why not support the ones that we like? Well, I feel know? like uh, that, that craft beer scene's a younger scene, and uh, like uh, I feel like our younger generation, we're super interested in like food and dining right now. Like That's yeah. a big fucking thing. I mean, Instagram and like yeah. stuff like that yeah. has made all that shit like... Very popular. So. That's true. It's very true. Um, just like blogging and stuff like that. Mm. So. Or podcasting. Or yeah, yeah. podcasting, <laughs> talking about food and shit. Yeah. I actually heard um, an interesting interview with Alton Brown. Um, you know who he is? I'm not familiar with Alton. Good like Eats on Food Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. He's the guy with the glasses, right? Yeah. 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 And Cutthroat Kitchen. Right. But, yeah, I've seen. Him. <clears throat> he is actually re- um, releasing a cookbook. And <clears throat> all the pictures of food are taken from an iPhone camera. Wow. Oh, wow. And they asked him why, and he's like, that's how this generation sees food. It's Makes all sense. Instagram, Facebook, shit like that. Yeah. So. So save your money. on <laughs> photographers. Yeah. <laughs> Don't buy a camera. See, I, I, uh, I would like to take pictures of food, but I feel like a fucking asshole every time I do it. Because, <laughs> I, you know, I'm in the service industry, and I'm always like, this fucking, I just eat it, you know? But then yeah. I'm like, having a really <laughs> good dinner. And Kyle calls me out, like, well, me and Kyle <laughs> eat out a lot together. Uh, uh, and he's like, get your fucking phone away. <laughs> your phone taking a... a your picture taken at Butcher Town of the coffee thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that picture. Well, they're coffee service. Thanks, Layla. Their coffee service at Butcher Town Grocery is eccentric, but it is fucking gorgeous. It's cool. They it bring out a butcher board. It takes too much room on the table. Really? 
I mean, it's, yeah, it's like really beautiful. a cutting board this big. You I mean, it's like this thick. You're, you're serving me John Conti in a cup. <laughs> but I'm all about uh, presentation. I feel like it's half the battle with food. And I agree. For sure. I mean, you eat with your eyes. But, um, I mean, it's all everything else has got to be there, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just find myself, whenever I see something pretty put in front of me and then getting ready to eat, I'm like... I'm not doing it. I'm, not, I'm, not going I'm just going to watch I it. I want to look at it for a second. Because <laughs> that's what I came here to do. came here to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a pretty picture. And here's Layla. I'm <laughs> sorry. It's, it's a nice picture. Yeah. Layla brought in the picture. It's a yeah. nice presentation. Yeah, it is. It's a real beautiful one. I'm not again. Yeah. I don't know. There's... I'm really proud of you guys, man. I've, yeah. I've seen you guys Thanks. like Thanks, improve as chefs too, man. I, I read your menus. I really got to make it to one of these events. Yeah, uh, for sure. Unfortunately, I, I've been working two jobs between Proof and the Exchange. Um, now that I'm bartending at the Exchange, I'm stepping away from Proof. I stepped away from Proof. proof. So okay. that's a that's a cool uh, uh, cooking program, though, man. They do cool shit down at Proof. Yeah, yeah. I they went do. there the other night, and <clears throat> I think it was like eleven. And I was like, man, I'm really hungry, but I'm not trying to eat some Taco Bell or something like that. And they're open till midnight, 1230, something like that. They stopped serving food on you? No, no. I went in and I just um, was trying to get a burger. And my buddy Tony Creed is... You know Tony? Yeah. He's one of the managers down there. He sent me out like three or four courses. That's the thing about uh, like find out, especially a place like Proof or like like I was talking about Butchertown, like or not Butchertown, but Brooklyn. Um, if you go to a nice restaurant, and you know someone like we said it pays to know someone. They're gonna send you extra courses, especially a place like that. I don't think that's any restaurant. I mean, yeah. restaurant people take care of restaurant people. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna go to Buffalo Wild Wings. They're not gonna send me out. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew that, if I knew yeah, somebody, yeah. they probably would. Well, <laughs> Fried okay. mac and cheese balls. <laughs> you ordered ten wings. Here's twenty. Fried cheesecake. Shit. Um, so what you ha- what'd you have a proof? Um, like I said, I got the burger, but before that, he sent us out the um, jalapeno cornbread with aerated pimento cheese, short rib, and that was off the chain. I had that. Yeah. They just added that. Then it might be one of the best bites of food I've had in this town. Wow. Yeah. And then he sent us out the uh, Brussels sprouts with. It's got like it's like a honey fish sauce. Yeah, it's a so it's a play on Thai flavors, um, and I think it has cranberries and Thai like cashews. Honey. It's got a bit of a spice to it. Yeah, I'm allergic to cashews, but I. It's. I, it, I took the risk and I ate it. And they're pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I, we have. I haven't been out for. Michael's new menu, but I, I met him a few times, and he seems like a really solid guy. Um, we had the marrow appetizer, which is a beautiful presentation yeah, on the marrow. Really cool. Me and Kyle and uh, our sous chef over at Brooklyn the Butcher went for dinner at Proof, and we did the marrow. Kyle got the sprouts, and we had a few cocktails, and mm-hmm. I had wine. Um, the spatzel mac is the show stealer, dude. It's probably the best mac and cheese I've ever fucking really. had. It was really, really. I haven't been in a while. I'm looking forward to going back. He had the pork shoulder, I think. Yeah, actually, now that you say that, that is what I had. Man, I had... We paid Like the hen or something. A really good red wine. Was that the... That was a Tempranillo red wine? Yeah, well, it's... uh, Yeah, it's a Tempranillo. It's it's kind of interesting because it's... 
uh, play on a Rioja. Rioja is usually 100% Tempranillo. It was like 90%. T- it's like a new age uh, Rioja, so it's like 90% Tempranillo and 10% of another grape, mm. and it's fucking unbelievable. It's called it's wine called Toro, and you can find it mm. at Bottled. Give a shout out to my liquor store here <laughs> over in Old Louisville. I think they sell for like 25 a bottle, and it's cool. to die for. So, well, guys, uh. I think I'm, we're going to wrap this up. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, everybody else. Absolutely. Uh, thanks, thanks for having us on. Um, I just need to give a few shout outs. Um, thank you, Rachel Thomas, uh, for <laughs> making our new logo. Um, I'm going to have that up. Uh, that was super dope of you. So I just wanted to say thank you. Um, she's a friend of mine from, oh. from way back when. But she's a graphic designer. Very nice. And I've been trying to offer Thank her, you, Rachel. <laughs> I've been trying to offer her money because this is what she does pretty much, but she won't take my money. She said that she listened to the first podcast and enjoyed it. So. Thank you, Rachel. Um, thanks, guys, for coming on the show. And yeah. We're excited to hear more thanks about the events. And we'd like to thank Louisville for their support. Yeah, cool. And looking forward to the continued support. Thank Monic and uh, Ryan Monic, guys. Monic, Ryan guys, to everybody. Yeah. Uh, inside of Louisville, Louisville.com, Courier Journal. Yeah, you guys just got a big write-up, huh? Uh, yeah. I forgot to mention, um, we're going to be doing a summer program for the kids. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Locals only for the babies. Yeah, nice. we care about the kids. <laughs> so what does that entail? We can we can cover that like kids. that. <laughs> All right. Um, our educational director. We now have that title in our company. Keith Jones. He's Young Keith. Keith. Young Keith <laughs> from the trade. From the trade dude. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Keith work with us at Reedus too? Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. Remember Keith? <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's teaching the kids how to cook, and we're gonna be running a summer program. Um, I forget who it's. Neighborhood house. Neighborhood house. Yeah. Neighborhood house. And uh, basically alternating days on our day- off days, basically, we're going to go well, that's cool. show a new skill or yeah. teach a new meal. Basically, it's about how to use... Where's this location? How to use the food. It's in... It's in the West End. Yeah. So okay. I was gonna say, isn't there a... There's one of the high schools has a magnet program for culinary... Uh, Wagner. Wagner. Is it Wagner? Yeah. I was going to say, I knew one of the schools had a culinary program as kind of their magnet thing, um, but I wasn't sure which one it was. No, that's cool, guys. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. We're looking forward to that. Yeah. And one more thing we're doing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chef's got to get the last one. Maybe we should have wrote yeah. something down for this. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> new Roots. We're going to be volunteering with them. What's New Roots? Um... I don't know all too much about them, but they're like, um, what? What would you describe them as? Uh, New Roots is, we just got to cut this off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the full description. They're, they're, it's, it's a newer thing. It's a new concept. They're, um, they're going to be setting up, like, different carts. They're trying to work with different chefs in different locales and different, it'll be not different locales, but it'll be kind of like classes on par with that. How to shop healthy, how to use local farms, and how to make food out of this it's stuff. It's targeted at uh, like a lower income. This would probably or? be more. At, this is probably more on the higher end of scale. Oh, okay. farmers, farmers markets, farmers markets, and stuff like that. Demos at farmers demos. markets and stuff like that. Cool. So we're gonna be working with them. You're gonna see a lot more of them and a lot more chefs around town working with them too, just as like showcase things. So that'll be that'll be just fun. That'll be yeah. a lot of fun, and that'll be like all summer long, I think. In uh, just different farmers markets around town. Well, we should have a Facebook page up here soon. So if you guys, you know, 
keep us uh, updated on what you guys are doing. We're happy to we'll share it. And, uh, we can you say that now. Because <laughs> you get bombarded. <laughs> well, you get bombarded with our weekly okay, podcast. So, uh, <laughs> love it, Sean, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for coming. We really appreciate it. Thank thanks you for having us. us. All right. No problem. Baby, that's all we need. We can go to the park after dog, smoke that tumbleweed. As the marijuana burn, we can take our turn singing them dirty rap songs. Stop and hit the ball like Cheech and Chong. It still takes from here to Hong Kong. So roll, roll, roll my joint. Pick out the seeds and stems. Feeling high as hell, blind through palm bells, skating on taking rims. So roll, roll the 83. Cadillac Duke DeVille If my tapes and my CDs just don't sell I bet my cabbie will